everybody, and welcome to episode number 31 of Glass City Game Time, one of America's great sports podcasts, brought to you by The Blade. My name is Corey Christen, and thanks for listening. We always appreciate you checking us out, you tuning in weekly, you finding us on ToledoBlade.com or Blade News Slide or one of the various podcast outlets that you can find us each week. This week, we are welcoming in another guest to the show, and she was recently introduced as the girls' basketball head coach at Central Catholic, which is her alma mater. She spent time previously at Ohio State, and she is a former NCAA women's basketball national champion. My guest this week is Erica Haney. Now, Erica is a 1998 graduate of Central Catholic, where she reached the state semifinals with the Irish as a senior. And she's a three-sport athlete. She played basketball, she ran track, and she played volleyball. And she excelled in all three. Her career path took her to Notre Dame to play collegiately under Basketball Hall of Famer Muffet McGraw. And in 2001, Haney and the Irish found themselves on top of the college basketball mountain as national champions. She advanced to the WNBA where she played one season in Detroit, and then she went to play overseas in Sweden. She wrapped up her professional playing career shortly after that and then returned to the States to start coaching and start getting into administration in collegiate and high school ranks. She joined the Chicago State staff in 2003, and was there until 2006. She was the director of operations at Louisiana Tech from 2006 to 2007, and then she joined the staff at Florida Gulf Coast University from 2007 to 2009. She also spent time as the director of girls basketball at different high schools down in Florida, and she most recently was the director of player development for Ohio State in their women's basketball program. So a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge that Erica brings back to her alma mater and the Central Catholic girls basketball team. Erica was a stellar player herself, scoring over 1,300 career points, gathering over 1,100 career rebounds. Both are school records. She averaged a double-double as a high school player, 13.6 points per game and 11.4 rebounds per game. She also averaged a double-double as a senior, 16 points and 11.8 rebounds as Central Catholic went 25-2 and and advanced very far in the state tournament up to the semifinals. So a gifted athlete turned into an administrator and a very well-versed and experienced coach, and she is back in town to take the reins as the Irish girls basketball head coach. So enjoy this interview, this 20-minute phone conversation I had with Erica, and I will talk to you at the end of the podcast. Erica, first off, congratulations. Welcome back to Toledo. Let's walk through that process. You getting back to Central Catholic, what ultimately landed you here? Um, well, to be totally honest with you, uh, before I took the job at Ohio State, um, I was actually going to take a position in Houston as a teacher and a coach. And Coach McGuff called me, you know, 
and offer me the position. It's like, yeah, we got a new position coming up, and, um, you know, we're excited for you to take it. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, why not? Why not go to college with an opportunity like that, you know? So um, it was fun doing that um, position there. Um, but I have a really strong passion for grassroots basketball. I absolutely love coaching high school and travel basketball. I even coach middle school basketball. Um, I was teaching math. I was teaching PE. So I did a bunch of different things on that level. And I really had a great time doing that. Um, it's just my passion. I love it. It's just something that I enjoy. So when I found out that the um, position was open um, at Central, I was just like, wow, you know, this is really good timing because I was actually thinking about taking the the offer that I was going to take in Houston. And um, so everything just kind of worked out. I was just like, well, why don't I just do what I was going to do in Houston here? Because I was going to be, you know, back in the Nike League on the travel uh, circuit in Houston. And um, I just decided, hey, let's just do that here at my high school, the place that I love, the place where it all began. And I just thought that it was going to be a golden opportunity, and I'm just super excited about it and just ran with it. And you ran with it your career at Central. I mean, all the <laughs> accolades you racked up, you know, at your time yeah, there. And right. you've had quite a path to get back to where it all started. And those times that you spent in high school, you played three sports, you excelled at three sports. Let's go back to that a little bit here. That basketball okay. career, you guys advanced quite far in the state playoffs. You guys reached the state semifinals volleyball as well so mm -hmm. what are some of those memories that you have fondly from your time here at central catholic oh man i remember like it was just it would be me and my dad and i had such an overlap okay so i played volleyball and right after volleyball i went straight to basketball um right and right after basketball i went straight in the track now track season overlaps with travel ball season so i was leaving track meets to go to travel ball games, and of course my um, my track coach would be all nervous about that because you know I had some of the fastest times in the state and some of the fastest times in the country, so she didn't want me to get injured or twist an ankle or something like that. So it was like a constant, constant, constant. Leave her from here, going here. Leave her from there, going there. So it was a situation to where I ended up quitting volleyball, which made a lot of people mad. But I was just like, hey, you know, I just need to a break to chill, but I just had such a great time doing everything because Central was so awesome in all of the sports, and I just really enjoyed doing so much and staying busy. So I had a really good time doing all of those, but I just kind of needed a, a break, and my dad took some miles off of his car with all the driving, so when it, you know, <laughs> put it down at two sports, but I mean, we were still pretty busy because I did travel, um, but it was still a great time. Uh, it was awesome. Was your favorite always volleyball or was it basketball? What was it for you? You know, it was weird because track was probably my best sport. I was an All-American. You know, they give you your All-American status by your times, and I had the sixth fastest time in the country um, as a hurdler. But my passion was basketball because it was a team sport. And I remember my senior year, a lot of people didn't qualify for state, so um, when we got to the 4x4, four four, I had, like, three friends on that team that I wanted to come to States with me. And I remember getting the baton and, like, oof, probably second to last place at regionals. And I didn't want to go to States, like, by myself. So I literally broke a record 
mm-hmm. to just to get my team down. <laughs> so I got the baton and like second and last place, and I still have the video down in Oak Harbor. And I got the baton, and I probably ran a 55 something. It was the best time I had ever run in my entire life, and it was a a school record. And we finished in first place, and I got to bring my teammates to Columbus with me. So it was awesome. <laughs> So that was one of the reasons why track wasn't my favorite because I just wanted to be around my friends. I wanted to have a good time. And I was like, I can always do that in basketball. And I had a whole team full of people in basketball. And track, you know, it could just be you and your individual mm-hmm. sport and warming up by yourself. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's why I chose basketball. If, you, if any, everybody wants to know, that's why. Mm-hmm. So going back to that basketball career at Central in '98, you guys reached the state semifinals, a 25 and two season. What do you remember most about that season? Um, I would say just my teammates, um, Courtney Mix, Kristen Helvey, Desiree. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Molly Durrell. Like we have some really good people. Um, Kelly, I think her new name is Hildebrand or something like that. But yeah, we had a bunch of teammates that were just awesome people. Um, Reese Weisenberger. Um, so we had a bunch of girls that were just awesome girls. Like we had fun together. Um, we had really no issues, and we all just kind of clicked. And to get down there, and as far as we did, it was just so amazing, so fun. Like those were some of the best times in my life. And just thinking about Central and different sales because we had so much fun. So coming back to actually work and coach the team, it's, it's just weird because it's, it's personal to me to just be grinding and, and just, you know, work the kids hard and do everything that I have to do to get the program to where it needs to be. So it's, it's really personal because of all of the success that we've had. So that's why I'm just really excited, ready to hit the ground running with whatever restrictions we have, you know, whenever those get lifted or whatever. But that's why it's a little bit more personal to me because of what it has done for me and where I've been since I left and all of the memories that I've had there. So it's just so much to really give back to and to add to. So Talk about that passion and that love for coaching. In college, you got to play for a Hall of Famer. Turns out, yeah. Muffet McGraw at Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the things that, looking back at what she did as a coach, that maybe you kind of implemented to your system and how do you carry yourself out as not just a coach, but you've done administrative work, you've done recruiting, you've done all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. So what did mm-hmm. Muffet get to teach you about what you do right now? Well, one thing about Coach McGraw, she is very intense. She is a great basketball mind. Um, she is a disciplinarian, you know, she has her philosophy and she expects everybody to fall in line. So I think some of those or a lot of those qualities I have taken from her and that's kind of how I implemented my coaching philosophies and um, just the way that I coach my team. Um, I'm just very up-tempo. I never sit down. Like, they always give the coach the first seat on the bench. I'm just like, put a kid there because I'm never sitting down. I'm coaching every play. Um, I take, I, I really, after every travel basketball game, I would have to take two Advil because I'm just up and down the court out of my coaching box. I'm intense. I'm up. Like, I enjoy it, you know, and I just know what these kids can get from it. So I just want to make sure that my energy matches theirs and their energy matches mine. 
You know, so when they look over at the bench, they know, like, hey, it's time to go. And I think, like, from close to the ground, she's just an intense. She, you know, she's intense. I remember one time she called a timeout, and I didn't get out on the shooter. And she met me before the referee even blew the whistle because I gave up, you know, I think two threes on my side of the defense. <laughs> they were running mm-hmm. this dog. And I gave up two threes against Michigan in the uh, NCAA tournament. And when I turned she called a timeout and she was in my space, and it was crazy because after that, I must have probably played some really great minutes after that because I scored the ball. Nobody. You know, uh, nobody scored on my side of the defense. Like, it was just amazing. And I think, like, her, like, she knew how to push me. She knew my limit. She knew how to get me, you know, to go. And I think just kind of studying the way that she um, coached me and just looking back now, like, I understand why she did what she did. And I can kind of, I see, I'm just like, wow, okay, I see why she did that or I see why she did this, you know just kind of uh, implementing a lot of the things that I learned from her um, into what I do with my players. Yeah, there's that level of intensity versus yes, yes. understanding that the ebbs and flows of the game sometimes yeah. change. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think one of the beauties of basketball is you can make a mistake on one side of the floor, but make up for it right away. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's really a lot that I learned from her. I remember some of the defensive things that we've done. Um, I still kind of do. Um, and, you know, I, I still talk to her today. You know, I talked to her when she, the day that she announced her retirement, um, 33 amazing years at Notre Dame. And she's just kind of happy to relax and, you know, enjoy her family and just, you know, sit back and watch the fruits of the labor with building that program up and, uh, one of my teammates and good friends just took over the program, so that's going to be amazing. She's going to do a great job. She hit the ground running from the first day she got the job. So just knowing those type of people and having those influences in my life that I can pick the phone up and call, you know, um, it's, it's just pretty awesome. And uh, being in the Big Ten with, you know, so many amazing coaches, um, Maryland, you know, high-ranking um Michigan, Rutgers, Indiana, you know, seeing teams like that night in and night out and sitting with the coaches and, you know, dissecting their philosophies and game plans and putting us together. Just seeing different types of level of basketball throughout my career, um, I just have a really good foundation of what I want to do, how I want to do it with these girls and the things I want to teach them. Um, so they're, they're going to see a lot of different stuff, and they're going to learn a lot. And I'm just going to throw a lot at them and put them in uncomfortable positions and, you know, challenge them and, and put them in places that they're uncomfortable. And, you know, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to like it. They're going to hate it. But they're going to love it when they look back, you know, and see the success that they're going to have from it. So. Yeah, sink or swim sometimes, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you are taking a team over that finished 9-5 and five within the league, but – the team that finished ahead of Central, Notre Dame Academy, has one of the best players relatively in the country in Grace Van Sluten. So the talent level in the track is there, and Central mm-hmm. right now one of the best teams there. So what do you look forward to most in inheriting this kind of a roster with this program? Um, and it's funny, too, because at Ohio State we were recruiting Grace, um, you know, so I, can, I know what kind of player Grace is. 
um, and it's essential. Like I've heard a bunch of different stories about, you know, the type of kids that they have, the type of kids that are interesting. And I just think for me, one of the biggest things is to get get in there and develop a culture. Um, so one of the biggest things that I think is important is for the kids to reflect you. Like I always want my team to reflect me. So I want them to be tough. I want them to be smart. You know, I want them to hustle after every ball. I want them to be intense. I want them to be, you know, just just ready, just fiery, just tough, you know. So one of the biggest things that I think from day one is just trying to establish that that culture that I want to see. Like when you look out on the floor, you're going to say, okay, that is the Erica Haney type team. Um, so that's number one. Um, and just getting them to do that. Number two, just developing the discipline um, so they'll know and say, hey, like, this is Erica Handy basketball. This is what we do. So I think when you look out there, you'll see, okay, I get it. Like, this is a trend. This is, we see some 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 things that, that look like that could be, you know, the philosophy of what she does. So kind of establishing that culture, that discipline, um, and then just, you know, seeing everybody out there playing together like a family. So I want to try to get everybody together and, you know, work for a common goal and um, as a team, no individuals, you know, everybody working hard for the same goal. And um, I think that's going to lead us to where we need to go. So setting that foundation, I think, is the most important thing. And um, I think we can get wherever we need to go once that foundation is laid and, you know, everybody's buying in and stuff like that. So, and that's obviously a lot of talks and, and you know, just a lot of different, you know, ways that I would get them there. But I definitely have a vision of kind of where I want to go with them and uh, what I want to see out there and what I want you guys to see. So. Erica, you've worn a lot of hats in your career, from player yeah. to administration to mm-hmm. coach to, mm-hmm. again, recruiting, operations. You've worked at both the high school and the college level throughout your career. Do you mm-hmm. see any parallels that you can draw from the high school game to the college game, or mm-hmm. what are some of those parallels that you get to draw? Um, I would say the biggest thing that I've noticed when it comes to being successful um, the biggest thing that I see is having a relationship with the player that's getting all the minutes to the players that probably, you know, are going to be bringing water to the players getting all the minutes. And the biggest thing is once you develop relationships, you know, develop roles, get everybody understanding what it is that they bring to the team, and if you're going to choose people to be on your team, you know, kind of make sure that they have some type of feeling of being needed, I think you can get so much further than just kind of going in there and trying to, like, coach a team for wins. So um, one of the things that I learned, you know, from different colleges that I've been at is just kind of like when the head coach has that vision of having everybody involved and having relationships with the players and things like that, um, those things are really kind of what separates the really good team from the teams that are just good and just are kind of out there doing their own thing. So um, I guess I could say that from a coaching standpoint. Um, Also, I think, you know, developing that culture of just hard work and work ethic, I think it carries over into everything else. Like I want my teams to be professional in everything that they do, like how they – you know, talk to their um, parents, how they talk to their teachers, you know, how they talk with each other. Um, so 
So just kind of, you know, having that foundation, too, of professionalism and everything that we do, um, it just kind of carries over into everything that you do. So it's like everything that you do, you want to do at the highest level. And once you get used to doing everything at the highest level, I think you start to just see everything just go up a notch, you know. So I, I think that's what I would probably say um, is something that is, is universal, I guess, on both levels of, of being successful. I can also issue congratulations to another thing to you is you are a 2020 Ohio Basketball Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what was your reaction when you heard that you were going to be inducted into that Hall of Fame? I thought that was cool. I mean, obviously Ohio has had tons of talent come through here, and I got to look at the um, pamphlet of people that have been inducted and to be named with some of those people, like Jim Jackson or Charles in there. I just named him because I know he's from Toledo and he's one of my favorites. Um, Tamika Williams that I coached with at Ohio State, um, she was inducted in there. Um, that's who I can think of the top of my head right now. Um, but mm-hmm. those people are obviously people that have done a lot. Tamika has won a bunch of championships at UConn. Timmy Jackson, obviously, everybody knows, NBA, you know, all everything. Um, so those, those, um, that, that's pretty awesome to be mentioned with, you know, people like that. And I think that's amazing. I'm honored for that, you know, honor. And unfortunately, I think the coronavirus has messed everybody up, so there probably won't be a banquet for that. But it's still pretty awesome to have my name on the paper with those kind of people. So You bring up the virus, and it's no secret that it's not an Ohio thing. It's not a Michigan thing. It's not a Indiana thing. It's an everybody kind of thing that we're all dealing with. Mm-hmm. How have you adjusted to not just daily life, but maybe even your job and what you've done in the basketball world? Um, You know, it makes you actually have to just be very um, – what is the word I'm looking for? Um, hmm. uh, just finding innovative ways to keep everybody connected, I guess. Because I know, like, the whole Zoom thing has gotten so many people, you know. Now, who would have ever thought that Zoom would be a way that we'd be communicating with our teams, with our bosses, and things like that? So I just think it has made me very creative. Um, in different ways that will help our programs to grow. Obviously, social media is huge now because everybody's in the house. So you just think about putting everything on social media now. Like I put a couple interviews, you know, online. Um, the outpour of support and love that I got from people when I announced, you know, it was announced that I was coming back um, was just ridiculous, especially on all of my different personal social media accounts. Um, so just... Uh, you know, that's one thing that I realized, hey, wow, social media is huge, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely having a social media presence is something that I'm just like, all right, that's definitely one thing that I'm going to make sure that we do. Um, but just, you know, finding different ways to communicate and, you know, keeping those ways once everything goes back to whatever the new normal is, um, you know, uh, just bonding with people more, you know. I think um, during this whole pandemic, we've had to kind of reach out to people more and, find ways to, you know, just keep relationships strong, you know. Um, so I think that is one of the biggest things, just, you know, just trying to find ways to be creative and ways to keep your communication strong and 
and things like that, I think that has been the biggest takeaway. And just taking time to, you know, enjoy family and, um, you know, just connect with people that maybe you haven't connected with in a long time. Just, you know, reinvent yourself and see what it is that, you know, your goals and dreams. Because I think out of this whole thing, I realized that my passion was to come back here. Um, who knows if the whole virus thing wouldn't have started, you know, um, you know, would I've really been kind of forced to think about, you know, getting out there. I mean, that was something that I was preparing for, obviously, during the school year as well. But I think this whole thing just kind of made me realize, hey, I like being home in Toledo. I like, you know, being near family and friends that I grew up with. So, like, I think that kind of made me realize, hey, I love being home. What a great opportunity to be home. Hey, what a great opportunity to be back in Central, you know. So there's a lot of things that have come out of this pandemic that I think has been awesome. So, but, yeah, let's get this world open back up and get this thing going. But let's stay safe, too. <laughs> We're all trying to do our best, I think, from mm-hmm. now the state's starting to slowly open back up. And over these last couple of months here, it's been, you know, kind of a trial of a lot of stuff. You know, at least being whether you're quarantined or whether you're doing the social distancing, however you may be presenting yourself here. But it's no secret we're all trying to adapt and adjust. And it's been interesting, at least on my end, from reporting and from seeing it as a media person, looking into these programs that basically everybody's on equal footing right now. So we're all trying to make make with and adjust. Have you gotten in touch with any of your players yet that you'll be coaching starting next year? I have not yet. I mean, I've talked to a couple of them, um, but not as much as I would like to because um, I still obviously have my duties at Ohio State, trying to move, trying to get a bunch of stuff done here. So um, definitely by the end of the week, um, I'll be able to kind of reach out to everybody. But I've talked, like I said, I've talked to a couple of them. Some of them have followed me online and we've had interactions like that, but um, not as much as I would have liked to so far, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's still a few months away from the season. We'll see. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Hopefully hopefully you, you guys get to start on time. Hopefully everything works out by the beginning of next year. Erica, thanks for taking some time with me. I really appreciate it. It's glad yeah, to have no you problem. back in the area, and I'm sure that the Central Catholic student body and, and the fan base and the alumni, they're very excited to have you too. Yeah, I hope I can make them proud. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to put my heart and soul into this thing, and I just hope to make the city that loves me, that I love back, and my um, fellow Irish alums, and just everybody at Central. I just hope to do everything that I can do to make them proud, and that's definitely my goal. Erica, thank you again. We really appreciate the time. Thank you. There you go. My thanks again goes to Erica for taking time out of her schedule to join me. And I also want to extend a thank you to Greg Dempsey at Central Catholic for helping me get this set up. And a congratulations again to Erica for taking the position at her alma mater and for her upcoming induction into the Ohio Basketball Hall of Fame. You can tell she brings enthusiasm and passion to what she does, and she's and she's very excited to get back to the Toledo area to get going as Central's new girls basketball head coach. Once a storied athlete here in the Toledo area, and now she's returning after gaining a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience 
playing for some of the best, coaching around some of the best, and traveling throughout the high school and collegiate ranks. Thanks again to Erica. Thanks again to Greg Dempsey. And thank you again, those of you for listening in, for doing so. If you enjoyed the show, you can find us every week. We post episodes every Thursday afternoon. You can find us on ToledoBlade.com. You can find us on Blade News Slide. And you can find us on any podcasting outlet. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, we are there. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to subscribe and share an episode. That is all we ask. So my thanks again goes to Erica and to Greg. Thank you for listening in. My name is Corey Christen, and I will talk to you next week right here on Glass City Game Time.